In this episode, we are going to hear some personal stories of people struggling with mental illness during COVID. This is a content warning for all of those who might be triggered by these topics. I am Sophie Grover, and this is Breaking Down the Breakdown. In today's episode, we are going to hear some great interviews from a high school student and the parent of a high school student. And we are going to get some good looks into what it is like going through this pandemic with a mental illness and what it looks like from a person on the outside of a person struggling with a mental illness. You're also going to hear from me and have my story of how COVID has affected me and my mental illness. This first interview is going to be from the perspective of the high school student and it is just going to bring you alongside and help you see a point of view of what it's like to be going through high school with a mental illness. I have here with me Casey Risso, a senior at Lakeshore. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions about your mental health. Okay. So are you diagnosed with a mental illness? Um, yes, I have high-functioning anxiety and depression. Did you realize you had it before COVID happened, or? Um, I realized my anxiety was got, had gotten a lot worse over, like, towards the end of COVID, or, like, more recently, I guess. And I have had depression since about sixth grade. All right. So, in terms of how you coped with your depression and anxiety, how did COVID affect that? Um, It was very hard because I usually distract myself by hanging out with friends and keeping myself social. But, obviously with COVID, I couldn't really, like, hang out with friends and be social um, because we had to be socially distant. But I tried to call as many people as possible and... Especially during like the summertime and training for cross country, I just try to keep myself as active as possible so that I, you know, wasn't laying in bed all day, um, which is typically what I did. I'd go for a run and then I'd go to bed, but it did help. (laughs) Besides like running and other things, do you have any like tips or for other people on how to take care of themselves? Um, I would just say try to go out of your comfort zone which is like kind of contradicting itself because depression is just trying to stay in your own comfort zone but try to go out of that a little bit and just do new things I mean even if it's just like going online and trying a new mac and cheese recipe or something just like giving yourself a good distraction to keep you interested in wanting to move on rather than just sitting in what you're thinking and what you're doing if that makes sense yeah um and then so with how school has been handling everything how has the amount of work that teachers have been giving you and stuff like that how has that changed or affected you um especially just with senior year it's a bit of a lighter load uh towards the end though i mean like it's getting kind of heavy because we as seniors end before everyone else does. So, you know, all of our teachers are trying to cram in as much as they possibly can. So that kind of sucks, but um, most of my teachers have been pretty understanding, especially like when I was 
struggling a lot uh, with just trying to keep my mental health where it needs to be. Uh, a lot of my teachers were very understanding on meeting due dates and just trying to give me as many extensions as they could. So I just tried to keep in touch with my teachers all year and most of them helped me out pretty nicely. Hey, thank you. Shout out to Mrs. Sloan. Love you. This next interview is going to be from the point of view of the mother of one high school student. And it'll just give you the chance to see the point of view of somebody who sees how COVID has affected a mental illness. I have here with me Juanita Lopez, and I'm going to be interviewing her about how she's seen how mental illness has been changing. So have you been around a person suffering from a mental illness? I have. Okay. And how has that affected your daily life? I guess it has changed by during COVID, we had to be closer in proximity with each other. So we were never able to escape each other. So um, it, it caused me to see the issue in a different light on a more regular basis where I couldn't get away from it. How did you see COVID affecting that person's life and being isolated? The problem is the, the person we're talking about is very social and he, she needs people to be around and she feeds off of people's energies. And when we were stuck at home, um, the problem being is that she couldn't have the extra energy she needed. She was just by herself a, a lot and feeling lonely and isolated and just not having the um, aura, the presence from her friends and her acquaintances that she normally could strive off of and, and feed off of their happiness. All right, have you seen them try to work on themselves and better their mental health during the pandemic? There were times she would, and then um, there were times that she couldn't strive to see, get past it. I have here with me Juanita Lopez, and I'm going to be interviewing her about how she's seen how mental illness has been changing. So have you been around a person suffering from a mental illness? I have. And how has that affected your daily life? I guess it has changed by during COVID, we had to be closer in proximity with each other. So we were never able to escape each other. It, it caused me to see the issue in a different light on a more regular basis where I couldn't get away from it. How did you see COVID affecting that person's life and being isolated? The problem is the, the person we're talking about is very social and he, she needs people to be around and she feeds off of people's energies. And when we were stuck at home, the problem being is that she couldn't have the extra energy she needed. She was just by herself a, a lot and feeling lonely and isolated and just not having the aura, the presence from her friends and her acquaintances that she normally could strive off of and, and feed off of their happiness. When you know we were stuck and it was cold and we couldn't go outside and walk around, when we were um, at each other's throats just because we were always together, um, it was hard to be able to um, find an upswing to her mental illness. All right, and then do you have any tips for 
parents and or people suffering from a mental illness on how they can take care of themselves or just be mindful of a person with mental illness. Yeah, um, I think it's important that a parent have patience with that person. They know that that person doesn't mean to be mean, that they actually um, do love them and appreciate all the little things that a parent can do for that that child. Um, and it's important for the person with the mental illness to get out and get fresh air and even when it's cold out just to stretch their legs and get the endorphins needed um, to to feel a, a natural high instead of just feeling gloom and doom all the time. So it's important for a parent to love their child no matter what. It's important for a parent to encourage the child to see the light, to say, okay, what's real, what's not real, to remember that they're always loved and they're always cared for. All right, that's all the questions I have for you. Thank you for your time. You are now going to hear me talk about my story and how I've personally been affected by COVID and my personal ways on how I would help people through tough times with a mental illness. Around three years ago, I was officially diagnosed with high-functioning anxiety and I was put on medication to help me control it. And then, actually this year, during COVID, I was also diagnosed with depression and put on medication for that as well. So, I did realize I had a mental illness before COVID and then COVID hit and it just tanked me and I realized I have more than one mental illness. COVID really did affect my mental health in a negative way for the longest time. It was really hard for me to not go out and see my friends and just get out of the house, have a routine. It just really messed with me how I couldn't have a routine. I couldn't do something step by step, day by day. I just lived second by second in my own home and it was just a lot to handle and it really made my anxiety really bad because I felt like there was no end to anything and that I was just stuck in this loop of being stuck inside with no friends and nothing new going on and it was just really hard for the longest time to just get up and be motivated especially after the summer coming into this school year adjusting to having a schedule again and figuring out how to make a schedule work and how to get and how to get yourself going get things done and even now, at the very end of the year, I'm still struggling so hard on getting everything done, making sure you stay on top of things. And so it's like COVID has really affected me on like how hard I work, and just my work ethic altogether. But recently, pretty recently, these past couple of months, I have been working very hard to get myself to be better. I realized that you know, with everything that's going on, I just let myself, I just let myself sink into a downhill spiral. And 
you know, I realized then recently that I just need to build myself up. So I did decide, like, we're gonna fix my mental health. And so I just started drinking more water, tried to be more active, tried to be more active in my classes and get homework done on time. And, you know, it really helped. And, you know, I spent more time with my friends, just tried to be more of a positive person altogether. And that's really, really helped me through a lot, just a lot of things. It's really helped me. Take care of yourself. It looks different for everybody on how they take care of themselves. But you just have to do what makes you feel the most like you to keep yourself above that spiraling down line. To keep yourself on top of everything and to keep yourself grounded. Just to do everything that makes you the most comfortable. That's my biggest piece of advice I can give you is surround yourself with people who love you, people who will support you no matter what, and just be who you want to be and be who you love, and not having to use so much mental energy on holding up a facade of needing to be happy all the time will really, really help you. As we come to our closing remarks, I just want to specify that everybody around the world who suffers from a mental illness and people who have not suffered from a mental illness. And I really believe that there is so much work to be done to help people all over the world and that everybody should have a fair chance to get the help that they need and it should be readily available to anybody who needs the help and will take the help. So many people have been affected by COVID. I just believe it's time for real active work to be done to help people, to get people through this. And I know there's been active work throughout all of this. I just believe it's time to get that active help to students and people who really, really, really need it. That is it for this episode of Breaking Down the Breakdown. Thank you for listening, and I hope this podcast helped open your eyes and hearts to those struggling right now. And remember, keep your head up and march on.
romantic, but we fought the whole time. Should have seen the signs. Hell, talking with my mother, she said, Where'd you find this guy? Said, Some people fall in love with the wrong people sometimes. Some mistakes can be made, that's alright, that's okay. You can think that you're in love when you're really just in pain. Some mistakes can be made, that's alright, that's okay. In the end, it's better for me. That's the moral of the story, play. Some mistakes get made, that's alright, that's okay. 